everyone. Welcome back to your soon-to-be favorite podcast. I'm Angelica. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Here We Grow. why i couldn't get through the whole episode listening of back our yeah our times our first times why i don't know i feel like i i opened up a lot and i couldn't like relive oh because of all your trauma dog you... trauma uh burn trauma and dead ex-boyfriend trauma <laughs> kindergarten boyfriend first grade oh i thought it was kindergarten you said it was kindergarten oh yeah right yeah because then i eventually turned six <laughs> okay wait i just want to clarify <laughs> i didn't start kindergarten late i came to indiana halfway through the semester yeah you were a dumb kindergartner halfway, halfway through the school year you were a late kindergartner <laughs> late to indiana yeah i was um, late to indiana <laughs> i was scheduled to come oh my gosh my. okay <laughs> okay hi guys hey welcome back for episode number four we are already planning episode number five uh so small talk i've got today i want to apologize for the audio in the last episode at the end because someone forgot to put her mic back on in the last segment who you what did you really not listen through the whole thing i i really didn't listen at the end you sound like you're like across the room what are we talking about we it, we were like doing our outro we're like okay guys hopefully you enjoyed this episode next week we're gonna do am i the asshole stories and you sound like you're all the way across the room but really you're sitting right here next to me and you're just like your mic's like laying on the table probably oopsie but that's okay. You can still hear her. But the point of me saying that was we're still learning. I'm still learning learning how to edit. We just started using a new editing software. Bear with us. It'll get better every week. Um, there were some things I even learned from the last episode of things that I want to change in audio editing for the next episode. So thank you for sticking around. And Another thing I was going to say was after listening to the last episode, we were talking so much about how great your 22nd birthday was. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking we should do it. Recreate it. Recreate it. it. Yeah. And now you have your own house. Like, how would I recreate it? Invite the same people. Mm, No. Have the same food. What food did we have? I don't remember. I'm sure somebody's got pictures of it. Oh, Pizza and um, chicken and rice. Hmm. Yeah, I do remember chicken and rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should recreate it. You didn't do anything for your birthday this year. Not like with your friends, anyway. Oh, yeah, I didn't. So next year you should. <sighs> we'll get a big 28 next year. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. I'm oh, sorry, we're yeah, trying to traumatize Angelica again from last episode. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Yeah, we yeah. should. I'm gonna but push you. I'm gonna cut the guest list like by twenty percent. Doesn't we don't have to be more the merrier. We um, can have fun with five people. We, we don't talk anymore. <laughs> you know who you are. Okay. <laughs> no, but we can still have fun with our main group, so and you have your own house now, like I said. We ain't gonna be on a third floor apartment no more, okay? Girl, this hand. I know I 
I'm expressive, okay? I probably did it before, but you just couldn't see me. Um, so we did want to mention also that we are planning on doing an anxiety episode part two at some point. Because there's, like, after listening back to it, there's more I want to add to it. Same. And, like, conversations we've had with people since that episode mm-hmm. where we're like, okay, we need to put another episode out. Like, there's more we want to say. But we want to give us t- some time to, like, gather that information and stuff. Um, by now, we know what we're doing for episode five because we put a vote on our Instagram account. But you only got 24 hours to vote on it. So if you missed it, you already missed it. They've already voted. So we may do that again in the future. We like it with... We like our listeners to interact and it's just tell a us click, what guys. Want. Just click it. Just it's just, just a click. click it. Just click it. Just like the subscribe button on this. It's YouTube the clicker. Page. It's just click it. <laughs> just click it. It's the clicker. Just click it. <laughs> okay, so let's do a weekly quote, and then Zoe submitted some questions for the Q and A, and then we're gonna get into some "Am I the asshole?" stories. And Angelica has fourteen stories prepared. <laughs> Probably won't get through all of them. Uh, no, we were supposed to both prepare some. I was like, you prepare some, I'll prepare some, and we'll tell each other the stories. Well, because I've, I've been feeling so underprepared yeah. with every episode. I'm like, I got to overprepare this time. Girl, she texted me earlier today, like, how many am I the asshole stories do you have? And I was like, well, I've got like four. I was thinking about getting a couple more. And she's like, I have 14. Like, well, you don't need me. You could just do this whole episode yourself. <laughs> Um, so, a lot of them, I feel like it's very clear who the asshole is. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. I don't remember what my stories are. So <laughs> I put titles so that I could pick and choose. Oh, okay. Mine's so. a lot of like wedding stuff. Some of mine are wedding. Which is very... F- mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we picked the theme for the Am I the Asshole stories for this week was mothers and mother-in-laws because it's the month of Mother's Day and that's the only th- theme that we could think of. So we didn't really put a lot of effort into that <laughs> other than going to look for the stories. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. All these mothers are the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though. <laughs> well, maybe some of them aren't, but we'll see. Comment below if your mom's an asshole. <laughs> Comment below if your mother-in-law is an asshole. Comment below if you're a mom and you're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's pick. Oh, we're just starting? I'm going to pick a weekly quote. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, girl. Go ahead. I'm going to do a Q&A. Okay. All right, weekly quote. You're doubting yourself. Meanwhile, other people are wondering how you do it so effortlessly. Give yourself more credit. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. All these quotes are quotes I love, so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, whenever you're doubting yourself, think that there's someone looking at you going, damn, she's really got it going on. And then give yourself the same credit because you deserve it. And also, if you, like, see someone who you think... Has it all going on? Like, compliment them. Start a conversation. Yeah. Let them know that they're doing... Yeah. There was another quote that I saw recently that was like, you know, if you think something nicely of someone, tell them. Oh, yeah. I'm that because weird girl. You, you never know if they're going to need that. I'm that weird girl at the store. I'm like, oh, my God, I love your dress. Yeah. I like your shoes. Love I like your hair. And yep. most of the time, it's really well receptive. And then the other times, they're just like, oh, thanks. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you never know if they were just caught off guard and, like, socially awkward. Like, that is true. Um, they may have just not known how to respond. People need more compliments, okay? Yeah, People, maybe if that person had more compliments in their life, they wouldn't have been like, oh. Yeah, just spread kindness. Just be kind. Okay, ready for a Q&A? Zoe yeah. asked, <laughs> shout out Zoe, 
Love you, girly. She asked four questions for our Q&A. She's beating, for our first episode. She's beating all of y'all, okay? For the most number of questions asked during the Q&A. So y'all need to step up your game. Once we get sponsored and get rich, we buy her a Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> or a Yukon, whichever she prefers. A Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> all right so her first question is top three shows on netflix i need new shows to watch <sighs> on netflix i think we both can agree stranger things oh for sure stranger things for sure let's try to pick shows that maybe aren't as popular like yeah mm. big mouth is my favorite show on netflix really i'm not <laughs> excuse me i have not watched it <laughs> if you have not watched big mouth please do yourself a favor and watch big mouth <laughs> i wish i watched that growing up really it's so informational oh maybe i should watch this shit. okay uh oh queer eye Ooh, queer eye is a really good show good i don't think that the title does the show justice it's a like the title's fine but it's literally if I had to put it in a nutshell, I would say it's like Extreme Makeover done by five gay guys. But the part that's so good about it is like it's not superficial. It's very much them encouraging the person to be themselves, dress the way they want to dress without thinking about other people. And they really just make over every aspect of their life, not just the way they look. And there's even a guy named Karamo. I don't know if you know who Karamo Brown is, but he um, will like work with you on your own like mental health and your view on yourself <laughs> and your relationships with your family or your significant others. And literally every single episode, I am crying baby tears. Every single episode. Because it's just that good. It's just that like heartfelt. It's just exactly what you needed to hear in every single episode. And it's just so good highly recommend queer eye and they have a new season coming out mm. this month i'm so excited i've been waiting like two years for a new episode so I'm really excited about that why they take a two-year hiatus i don't know hmm. speaking of transformation i was gonna say glow up that's a makeup competition i do i like glow up it's really good you got me on that mm -hmm. oh, i fucking love glow up yeah they're so talented it's yeah. a british show it is british yeah yeah and it's like a competition where they like find the best makeup artists in England, I guess. But one thing that's different, I think this is what sets, this is why it's so good to watch it. I feel like what sets that British show apart from mostly any American TV show is that when they get eliminated, they like say goodbye to like their person that they lost to. Mm -hmm. They literally tell each other, I love you so much. You're amazing. You're going to mm -hmm. do great. Mm -hmm. And they go back with the, the rest of the people, the rest of the crew, and they literally cry together and like yeah. tell each other how good how and amazing they are. How much, yeah, yeah, and how much they wish them well. And mm -hmm. it's no like cattiness, there's no drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just beautiful, just ugh. Yes, it's very wholesome, not very catty wholesome. at all. Not mm -mm. they're not going for drama. They're going for here's some amazing artists. Yes, it's let's really about the artistry. Their, let's give them their platform mm -hmm. and let's find the best artists during this competition. And there's multiple seasons. Yeah. I have another one, but... Okay, one more. Well, you don't have any other no. ones? I was going to say, this might be a little different, but Our Planet, it talks about, like, it has David Attenborough's voice. Our Planet. Here you see the cheetah chasing Oh, so the... it's like Discovery Channel. Yeah, and it has, mm -hmm. like, animals mm -hmm. and our planet. You like that? And animals on our planet. Yeah, I do. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I could probably 
play that to like go to sleep too. And it's so like, again, informational, educational. I learned so much shit every time I watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like places of the earth that I'll never see. Right. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is your motto for life? Fuck it. <laughs> wow. Mine was going to be a little bit more heartfelt <laughs> than that. Um, I would say... Um, wow you don't even know it i have to like put the words together okay well up until recently it used to be mine used to be failure is not an option but that was up until like probably a year into my current job i don't think that way anymore but it was it was my mindset for a very very long time i would say that people people are what's most important in life And I say that like as a bigger picture type situation, like in the world, but also like in your life, people is what matters. Like the people that you choose to have in your life and that are there for you and that you are there for people are who matters. And it's important to decide if that person needs to be in your life or not and remove them if they don't need to be in your life because life is too short to have people in your life that you can't depend on Mm -hmm. or that are hurting you. So that's my motto. I don't know if this counts as a motto, but I really like the mindset of people, how people treat you is a reflection of themselves. Yes, yes, yes. Once, once I got that Mm -hmm. into my thick brain, but even deeper than that is somebody says something shitty to you and it hurts your feelings. But if you look at, it being a reflection on themselves, not as like, okay, what they said to me was shitty, but that just means they're a shitty person. No, it means someone said something or did something to them to make them feel like a shitty person and then hurt people, hurt people. So then when you understand that that person is just a hurting person, then it really takes the load off of you and that person. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents on that. I remember you told me that, that someone told you. Yeah, I got it from, uh, my life coach essentially (laughs) shout out scott (laughs) you're never gonna listen to this but if you do (laughs) maybe yeah he's the one One that told me that one day when we're viral on tiktok speaking into existence yeah he told me that and it just it blew my mind it really that's when i started losing friends (laughs) so i was like you know what fuck you (laughs) i don't need you (laughs) because it it really does because like When people, like you said, like when people treat you shitty or they ghost you or they're just being shitty friends. That's their problem. That's their problem. It's not mine. Yeah. It's not your burden. But I would worry about it. Like I would Mm -hmm. literally give myself anxiety. Like say, oh my God, like did I do this wrong? Mm -hmm. Did I do that wrong? Did I not do enough of this? They've passed the burden on to you. Yeah. Am I not trying hard enough? Am I not a good enough friend? Am I not a good enough daughter? Am I not a good enough Mm -hmm. sister? Like, What they did was they picked up their baggage and they placed it on your back. Mm Mm-hmm. And then made you carry it around mm-hmm. so that they didn't have to carry it around. Amen. And yeah, that's a sucky thing for them to do, but someone did it to them. Mm-hmm. All right. Get off our high horse about that. Would you rather know when or how you die? I don't want to know either. I know. Either. I don't want to know either. And you have to choose one. I don't want to have to choose. Then what's the fun? I think how then. I think how. I don't know. I don't want to know when. But then if I know how, I'm going to be worrying about that instance my entire life. This is going to cause really bad anxiety, which is why I don't want to know either way. Then maybe you better to know when. Because you get, like, all your shit in order. Yeah, but what if it's, like, tomorrow? 
Oh, well then, there's really nothing you can do then. What's the point of worrying about if you're going to die tomorrow? Well, I'd be worried for the next 24 hours. You know When's what? it going to come? What's it going to do? What's, you know? I'll, I, I'll choose. I'll, I'll like to know when oh. instead of how. Okay. I'll like to know when. Uh, if money wasn't a thing, what would you spend your life? <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not drunk, okay? I have only drank half of this. If money wasn't a thing, what would you spend your life doing? Traveling. <laughs> yeah, I'd say traveling with my family. Just seeing all the places, laying on beaches, visiting extravagant hotels, and probably trying to do some kind of good along the way. Like maybe every place I go, finding a group of people that need help, like individual people. But I think that makes a bigger impact than donating money to a charity. But money wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, but it's not about the money. It's about like me being able to see the impact I'm making on an well, individual person. Well, I guess if, if money wasn't a thing. It, it, it says if money wasn't a thing. It, it means it as like if money wasn't an issue for you. Oh, like, you had, that's what I was like. If, you if had, money wasn't a thing, like what would like exist? An unamounted, un, un, unlimited amount. Unlimited <laughs> I promise you guys I'm not drunk yet. I'm not even trying to get drunk. I'm just drinking a Cayman Jack, okay? 24 ounces. It's only been 12 ounces so far, okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess if money wasn't an issue. Okay, I get what you're saying. Um, let me just get this. Okay. Sorry, right. Zoe. I misunderstood the methods <laughs> of the assignment. That was the last <laughs> Q&A. Did you have anything else before we get into the topic? Um... I was going to talk about this weekend, but... Okay, talk about this weekend. What you got going on? We're going to go see Luke Holmes uh -huh, uh -huh. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because my brother is taking care of my house and my dog. But I'm sure he'll do fine. If you're listening, actually, you're watching us. Alex. At some point, she'll be watching you. <laughs> I have cameras everywhere. <laughs> Hidden cameras everywhere. <laughs> uh, Was that it? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, Luke Combs this weekend in Chicago. <laughs> I don't have anything exciting planned, so. All right, you want to go first? Okay. All right. Oh, this one's deep and it's bad. Oh, good to start off okay. with Okay. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for telling my mom the exact moment I lost all love and respect for her? I know. Oh, my God. This is ter This is bad. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready. All right, this is a story. Mm -hmm. I, 21 male live with my older sister who's 23 and my two younger sisters 17 and 15. My older sister currently has legal custody over our two younger sisters and at one point even had legal custody over me when I was still a minor. She basically gained custody of us when she was 19 because our mom was an addict. My mom is currently going through end stage renal kidney failure, assumingly because all of those years of not taking care of herself caught up to her. When she first started going to dialysis about five months ago, she put me down as her emergency contact, and at first I just sucked it up and dealt with it because she doesn't have anyone else in this part of the country, and my older sister doesn't talk for her. Sorry, doesn't talk to her for reasons you can imagine. However, yesterday when the clinic contacted me, I had to pick her up, and I informed her that she needed to put someone else down because I wouldn't be answering those calls anymore. After she had her whole family members. <laughs> After she had her family members, not the half family members, only the whole ones. <laughs> after she had her family, <laughs> after she had her family members leave threatening messages to my older sister. This pissed her off, and she started going on about why I didn't love her anymore, and when I stopped loving her. So I told her 
I told her the exact moment I stopped loving her. Uh, the moment that I stopped loving her and respecting her was when I, when I was 13 years old. I had just entered high school. I was big into football, and the coach at the time was brutal. He was making us practice two times a day at 5 a.m. and after school. I told her how I woke up one morning and she was passed out on the couch off whatever substance she was using at the time, and my older sister, only 15 at the time, was freaking out because we had no food. We never had any food. She was freaking out thinking I was going to pass out from all the practice and barely eating. I tried to assure her that I would be fine, but she went into the kitchen, grabbed the only things we had, which are, which were two-day-old, almost burnt rice, salt, a can of green beans, and a half a chicken breast, and made me, made me and our siblings an entire fried rice meal. She made sure I ate that morning, and I ate that meal on my way to practice crying. She had to stay home from school that day, like she did most days, to send younger sisters off to school and to be there to pick them up. When I got home that day, my sister was in the kitchen cooking dinner, and there were some groceries in the fridge that she brought with the, that she bought with the money that she got from selling her rings that her grandma gave her to some sketchy ass guy and used to hang out at the convenience store. This is the daughter. This the oldest the, daughter. Well, it's a guy. That sell that sold her rings. Oh yes, the older daughter that sold her rings. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All while she remained high and passed out, the mom. Then they, they weren't clear about that, but it's the mom. <laughs> when I first heard this, I'm like, wait, she <laughs> sold her rings and she's passed out. <laughs> I'm so sorry if this is you. Um, I told her that that's when all love and respect for her vanished. She cried and told me that I was evil, having a moral conflict because I'm wondering if I should have been softer with her. Am I the asshole? Uh, and then they put an information note. My dad passed away of an OD when I was eight, so he was really no better than my mom. So are they the asshole because they weren't softer with their mom? No. No. You asked and you shall receive. Now, that doesn't mean that the mom's the asshole. No. Um, the mom had a disease, an addiction that she couldn't get under control. And yeah, she was wrong for not taking care of her kids and trying to better herself. But I don't think he's the asshole because he's going to have this trauma and this pain his entire life he's going to have to deal with. And he can't be holding his mother's feelings in a gentle cup of hand trying to make sure that she's okay when he's had to make sure she's okay his entire life. Well, I mean, I feel like he did that up until the point she asked. Yeah. When was the last time you stopped loving me? And mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, well, you want to well, know? If you want to know, yeah. Don't ask I'll tell you. If you don't want to know. Yeah, I don't think he's an asshole. Yeah, you're not the asshole. Not the asshole. It's just a shitty that's situation. A, yeah, it's a really shitty situation. Obviously, like, it happens more than we would hope that it happens, but yeah. All right, this one's petty. Oh, I love me some petty shit. <laughs> Am I the asshole for wearing jeans to my daughter's wedding? <laughs> I cannot really tell. Yes, you're the asshole. I honestly... Wait, the person that wrote it is the one that wore jeans? Okay, yes. just... Okay, let's but just read. we need to take a break, actually. So let's oh. take a break, and then we'll when we come back, we'll read this one. Okay. Cliffhanger. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. So we're reading the story. Am I the asshole for wearing jeans to my daughter's wedding? My 52 female daughter, 24 female, has always been a sloppy dresser. She has never dressed up well when we go to nice restaurants or family parties and only wore dresses or nicer coats instead of her usual outfit consisting of hoodies and jeans, even when we asked her several times. I have always found her constant failure to dress nicely for us selfish, yet she refuses to see it as we do and does not see the issue with her behavior. When she was 17, we had gone to a restaurant for my birthday and she had worn jeans, a t-shirt, and a long jacket 
that she had only worn when she was asked to. The next day, she dressed up in a skirt and sweater and overall a much nicer and more appropriate outfit to see her boyfriend without being asked to, and I was upset that she'd extended this courtesy to her boyfriend, but not me. I had told her off for it before she left, but she was confused and did not see how selfish she had been. <laughs> I know. I, when I was reading this story, I had to check multiple times. I'm like, is this is this real? Is this really somebody writing about this? You're going to see my Marshall from Love is Blind Faces. <laughs> Last week, she married the same boy. I had decided to let her see what it felt like to be seen as less of a priority on an occasion that is more important to her. So without telling her, I arrived at her wedding in jeans and a blouse instead of my prepared outfit. However, at the wedding, I was shocked to see that my daughter did not seem to take issue with this. She did not comment on my attire once throughout the day and has still been in the same level of contact with me yet has not mentioned or seemed to have cared. My husband, however, is angry at me as he had tried to discourage me from swapping my outfit to a casual one and now is telling me that I had embarrassed him with my attire and that as mother of the bride, I should have been more considerate of how it would make him look to stand out next to me. I, however, thought he had agreed with me that our daughter's behavior was selfish and that this is nothing compared to the years of her refusing to put in the effort to dress nicely for us. <laughs> asshole. Petty asshole. But there's such a deeper issue with this. Why do you care so much about what your daughter wears? Why does what she wears reflect on you in any way? Like, I feel sorry that you're her mom, <laughs> to be honest. I get where she's coming from. But I understand it's not that big of a deal. No. Like, I, I get why you're like, oh, wow, you could have. Why did you wear that when we went out to eat yeah. instead of, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. any other time? But like, well, and there could be so many underlying issues. And yeah, why the daughter is. I was going to say like, that the daughter is not doing it maliciously. how she feels comfortable that day. She doesn't feel comfortable in dressed up clothes. Yeah. I mean, of course, she's going to feel more comfortable and around her boyfriend. If you speak to her the way you spoke about her in this post. She don't want no part of your bullshit. Mm. She don't want no part of your bullshit. Props to the daughter for not giving yeah. a fuck. Yeah, because she's not like, playing you know her what, dumb mom, game. But she was like, you know what? It would be even more petty to just not even not even mention it. Dang. And that's exactly what she and did. And now your husband's mad at you. Yeah, and you know what? The husband don't even need to be mad either. Because you have the same energy as the mom. Mom's pissed off because daughter's not wearing what she wants her to wear. And now husband's pissed off because the mom won't wear what he wants her to wear. But it's a everybody wedding, needs, though. Everybody needs to get off everybody's dick about who's wearing what. But it's a wedding. Well, yeah. At a wedding, yeah, they should be looking nice. That's what I'm but, saying. The husband. Yeah. I don't I mean, think the husband. I think the hoodie. The hoodie. The husband. Should, <laughs> I think the husband should have been mad at the mom for being petty. Yeah. Not for wearing jeans. Well, I think that's what he was saying. I think she was saying he because he said that he felt embarrassed to be standing next to her in jeans. That's not the point of this. But I'm sure he knows why she did it. Like I'm sure they yeah. live together. I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm saying like she's making it seem like the husband's saying, "Well, he's embarrassed to be next to her because she's in jeans." Not oh, but that's clearly not why though. No, no, no. But oh, the, girl, the emphasis should have been on you're embarrassed because your wife's being petty. Yeah. Or the issue is that your wife's being petty to your daughter and trying to ruin her day when she's not even bothered. Oh my God. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, am I the asshole for charging rent from my dad, but not from my mom? 
Okay. <laughs> my father and his family lost their home and had no place to live. He has a teenage son, my half-brother, who is 15, and a known smoker. <laughs> like, why did he have to put it on there? And he's 15! Yeah. <laughs> because they had nowhere else to go, I offered them to stay at our other house. We usually rent out to other people. The house is situated within our property, just next to our home. Prior to my dad moving in, my mother and sister moved in with us six months ago after my stepdad passed away. We have so many spare bedrooms in our home, so them moving in wasn't a problem. This is where the conflict arises. I don't charge rent from my mom. I don't let her cook. I cook for five people in our home, my husband, my mom, my toddler, and my sister. It's just the way of, it's just my way of looking out for my mom because that's what she did for me when I was young and struggling. She raised me as a single mother for years. My dad has a problem with this because I'm charging him and his wife the same rent I charge other tenants. It's a well-furnished house. He thinks I'm playing favorites be between parents because I don't charge my mom any money. He thinks he should pay less rent as compared to other tenants because I'm his daughter. Apparently, he doesn't like to be reminded of the fact that he charged me rent the one time when I was very sick and had to move in with him and his wife when I was still in college. I had a part-time job and struggled to pay bills with my illness. I wasn't shown any consideration. He also has a problem because my husband doesn't help him out with his groceries. He is older now, 71, and thinks we should be the one getting him groceries. We don't think so. His wife is 50, and he has a young son. They can be the ones doing the grocery shopping if he's too fragile to move around. Am I the asshole? No. No. Not the asshole. For many reasons. Obviously, there was a conversation before your dad moved into your house that he's going to have to pay rent. And you agreed to it, and you moved in. Mm-hmm. Paid the rent. And it's you moving your family in there. It's not like... Maybe if it was just the dad, like, maybe give him discounted rent. Yeah. And also, like, this is her residual income that she's now offering this place to you. Like, she's going to lose her residual income if she doesn't charge you rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's the asshole. I don't think he's the asshole. And they don't need to be getting his groceries either. No, absolutely not. Uh, the groceries, no. You have a younger son and a younger wife and to younger do it wife. for you. Yeah. I would probably, if that was my dad, I'd probably give him a discount. Yeah. But but you don't have to. No. If you are counting on that residual income to, like, pay your bills, your dad should understand that you need that residual income for your family. Yeah. And want you to have that money. Yeah. And, I mean, it sounded like he wasn't really in her in her, in her life no. at all. So. so there's not a level of care there. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Your dad's um, the asshole. Yeah, dad's the asshole. <laughs> For thinking that you owe him anything to be honest he owes you more than anything well be fine he owes you rent money he is 71 <laughs> though like is he even working probably disability and maybe his wife is working yeah yeah mm. all right my turn yeah <laughs> okay this one's <laughs> my juicy. next one's funny too this one's juicy hang on i gotta like move around okay Am I the asshole for cutting off all contact with my mother-in-law for trying to change my daughter's middle name? Okay. I hey. feel like I read this one. No, maybe. Hey, I'm 26 female. And hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, you. Am I the asshole? I, I'm 26 female, and I just gave birth to my first child. I had a Just gave birth? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Like five minutes before writing this. <laughs> well, we'll see. I had a daughter whose name is Story in October 2022, which I really like that name. Huh? Story. Okay. Like a book story. Uh-huh. You don't like that name? Not a name. 
It's a noun. It's I'm S kidding. It's S-T-O-R-I. I knew it was. <laughs> Before you even spelled it out, I knew it. All right. I fell in love with my college sweetheart, 27 male, and we married over two years ago. We started trying for the baby in January 2022 and quickly got pregnant. So she had the baby in October. So as soon as they started, they got pregnant. Damn. I've always had a great relationship with my husband's side of the family. My parents died when I was 15 from a car wreck. So my grandparents raised me. My mother-in-law and I have always had the best relationship. She was there for me through my entire pregnancy. It was going to be her first and only grandchild because my brother-in-law and sister-in-law don't want any kids. And me and my husband only want one kid. Even since I was little, I've said that if I had a daughter, she would have my mom's middle name. And if I had a son, he would have my dad's middle name. Surprisingly, we were having a daughter. My, I don't know why that's surprisingly. <laughs> my mother-in-law... 50-50 chain, right? <laughs> my mother-in-law was so excited, she even helped me pick out my daughter's name. Story, Noelle James. So Noelle is mom's name, or mom's middle name. Uh, Noelle is my mom's name. <laughs> she was so happy and excited about her name, or so I thought. Fast forward two months later, I go into labor at work, LOL. <laughs> my, my coworker drove me to the hospital. My husband and mother-in-law met me there. I wanted her to be in the room because she was my second support person. Everything was going well until it didn't. Unfortunately, I wasn't dilating at all, and so I had to have an emergency C-section. It went great. 20 minutes later, we had a beautiful and healthy daughter. I was really drained and not feeling well after, so I decided to rest while my husband went home to grab some things because I went into labor at work, LOL. <laughs> My mother-in-law agreed to stay with me and look after the baby while I took a nap. Shortly afterward, I was awoken by one of the nurses on my team, and she said, Sorry to wake you, but I heard you express concerns about changing your daughter's middle name. <laughs> I was completely shocked and dumbfounded and said, Ma'am, what are you talking about? Uh, Ma'am? Ma'am? <laughs> Before she could say anything, my mother-in-law jumped in quickly and said, Well, I just thought since I've been the one that's been here and supporting you that she should have my middle name. Which is the audacity in quotations or in parentheses, which is Marie. I was confused and so shocked and literally couldn't get any words out. So I simply said, what? This lady looked me directly in my eyes and said, well, since, since she's not even here to support you. So what sense does that make? Her mother is dead. Died Wait, in a car wreck when she was a teenager. Is this the mother-in-law or the mom's mom? Mother-in-law. Oh. Um... I immediately start to shed tears because that really hurt me to my core to hear this. Why the fuck would you say that? My mom was the best mom anyone could ever ask for. I miss her dearly every single day. She would have been the best grandmother to my daughter. I dried my tears and looked up at her and told her to get out and don't come back. I can't believe that you would say that knowing my mother is dead. Preach. She eventually left and I immediately called my husband crying and telling him what she did. He was so shocked and didn't believe me at first because his mother is not the type of person I thought so too. He came back to the hospital where the nurses confirmed my story. He apologized to me and gave me a big hug and stated, that must have been hard to hear. It was. We were discharged two days later, and that's when I started receiving texts from my brother and sister-in-law stating how I'm wrong for kicking her out of the hospital room when all she was trying to do was make me more comfortable. My sister-in-law even went as far as to tell me, if you ever call my mother a bitch again... Wait, did she? I don't know. doesn't say that in the story. Okay. You won't be alive to raise your daughter. <gasps> it was clear that my father-in-law or my mother-in-law fabricated the story. So, okay. mother-in-law said to the brother and sister-in-law that she called her a bitch. 
Wow. I was shocked that when my husband grabbed the phone and cursed his brother and sister out really badly, especially his sister, and he told them what really happened, they immediately apologized to me. (gasps) My sister-in-law even started crying for what she said one minute before. I was really mad, but I forgave her because I would be the same way about my mom and grandmother. Three days later, my brother and sister-in-law came to meet their niece. It was lovely and a beautiful sight to see. 30 minutes later, my mother-in-law pulls up unannounced. I quickly grabbed my baby and went upstairs. The husband, my husband opened the door and told her that she's not allowed here or around our baby until my wife is comfortable. She quickly caused a scene at our front door. Eventually, my brother and sister-in-law got her to calm down and she left. My brother and sister-in-law came back in and apologized to us and left. Even since then, the rude text messages and phone calls didn't stop, even texts about my mom. So that's when I cut off all contact with her. I told my husband that's his mom. I would never tell him not to talk to her, but I'm done. He said, I love you. I love our daughter and this is his family now and he will do whatever it takes to protect it. My grandmother and friends told me that I wasn't wrong and they are proud of me for standing my ground. Surprisingly, my best friend told me that I'm wrong about how how I'm going about it, especially since that will be her only grandchild, which I cannot stop thinking about. So am I the asshole? No. Absolutely fucking not. And your best friend's an asshole too. There's a lot of stories actually about grandparents thinking that they can do whatever the fuck they want when they get a grandchild. This is just the tip of the iceberg of the shit that people do. I mean, there are people that will go to court for grandparents' rights if you don't let them see your their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Even if they're, like, abusive and, like, narcissistic and obviously toxic for your children. It's crazy. My but, yeah, God. I that story was crazy. That's why I really wanted to include that. <clears throat> so, the first... I just wanted to read the first comment on this. The top comment says... Um, this woman tried to change your child's name behind your back and when confronted replied with, well, your mother's dead anyway, and then tries to barge into your home against your wishes and then torments you a brand new, a brand new mom, even stooping so long, so low as to insult your mom in the process. This person would have to climb Mount Kilimanjaro to see my child, not the asshole. Yeah. Lots of time and you, uh, kissing my ass. For a long time would have to happen for you to see my child again. Man, I don't know what I would do in her situation. The lack of sensitivity. Yeah, that's real. You obviously don't give two shits about me. No, you you can't be sensitive about my own like trauma and hurt. Or if you had an opinion over the child's name, bring it up to the mom. Not at the hospital. Like, Don't try to like do it behind her Right. Yeah, no. And then fabricate a story just to have supporters. To you, yeah, to make you look like the, the the victim here. Yeah. And kudos to the husband for being like, this is yeah. my family now. And standing up to his mom. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen all the time either. Yes. Um, it, sometimes it's hard to get the husband to, like, really be on board with the wife and, yeah. and back her. And, like, I get that. Like, that's your mom and your sisters and your siblings and stuff like that. But you're created a new family now. That's your family. Now. That needs to take priority over yeah. the family you come from. Yeah. The family you create is more important than the family you come from. Yeah. Although I do understand like in Mexican culture. Important. Yes. They're both important, obviously. But in this situation, the family you're creating. Your to take care of your family that you created. So that's yeah. where you go. Especially if your mom's being an asshole. Mm, fucker. Yeah. Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting to attend my mother-in-law's wedding? In 2021, my husband, 24 male, and I, 22 female, were planning our wedding. My mother-in-law did absolutely nothing to make this an easy process. 
Any little thing was a fight. She even went as far as to text me an apology, quoting, I was, I mean, <laughs> quote, quote, unquote, apology, <laughs> stating that I was taking her little boy away from her. And that's why she's been so hesitant. He's 24. <laughs> okay. Seriously? <laughs> we could do a whole episode on inappropriate mother-son relationships. Bro. It's like they push them to be the husband role sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's a different topic, but, um. Okay. If you know, you know. Okay, look, this is the next, yeah, this is the next, <laughs> wait, what? Okay, go. No. <laughs> this is the next line. Unfortunately, if you know, you know. She kicked him out of the house when he was 15. <laughs> Who stole the little boy from you? <laughs> you put, you put his ass out at 15 <laughs> when he was still a little boy. My God. And he was living in his truck in a parking lot. All because her husband at the time didn't like him. You chose your fucking husband. <laughs> so I was like, wait, the boyfriend, husband, fiance. You chose nah. your husband over your own fucking son. No, I have no tolerance for that at all. Disgusting. Disgusting. Okay. Disgusting. Oh, and then he. Then she says, a man took priority over her own son. Mm -hmm. Okay. I wanted my husband's little sister to be our flower girl and my mother-in-law was on board the whole time up until two months before the wedding. She told me that's her ex-husband's weekend and she wouldn't be able to attend the wedding at all, let alone be in it. Excuse me, what? I asked her if she could kindly ask to swap with him, but she didn't want to feel like she quote unquote owed him one. I already bought everything for her because my mother-in-law wouldn't compromise with me on any dress I sent her. Either she didn't like them or it was too expensive. Or she'd send me dresses that didn't match. She would have stuck out like a sore thumb in pictures. So I said to hell with it and paid for it myself. Uh, we're getting closer to the day. And the last thing we need are tears. <laughs> or ties. <laughs> tears. Tears for the Look, groomsmen. the last thing we need are tears. <laughs> especially from the groomsmen. <laughs> Not the groomsmen crying. <laughs> last thing we need are They're ties. They're the most broken up about this. <laughs> they really want that black girl. Oh, God. Okay. We, all we need are ties for the groomsmen, along with food for the rehearsal dinner. Mm -hmm. We decided that since my husband came from a single parent's income, we won't ask for much help to alleviate stress and money. My parents paid for the vast majority of the wedding. They were wonderfully uh, supportive during our wedding. Nothing fancy, just something for us to snack on while rehearsing. She had a problem with any food place we suggested. I eventually left it up to her. Okay, sorry. <laughs> mm, okay. Why? Just exclude her. I told my husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just she, exclude her. You don't want to go? Don't go. You exclude. Excluded. I... E X C L U D E D. Excluded. <laughs> I don't know why I spelled it. No, no said, I was trying to do the rejected, rejected. You are rejected. R E J E C T E D, rejected. Where is that from? I'll tell you. I know. Zoe 101. It is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I told my husband to make sure she got the right color ties for the men to wear, and she even sent her a and even sent her a picture of the color we needed. Mm -hmm. Sage green. Not emerald green. Not lime green. And not forest green. This woman buys teal blue. Bitch is colorblind. We had to run to a dress shop last minute to find the correct color. And she got upset she spent money and we didn't use them. Why would you have bought them knowing that they were the wrong color to begin with? 
My husband and I had a beautiful wedding regardless. A year later, and I'm talking to my brother-in-law's girlfriend when she told me uh, of all the horrendous things my mother-in-law said about me and my husband while we were planning the wedding, that we were trying to push her out, not letting her be a part of anything, and we would complain and would complain, which is completely false. A month ago, she posted on Instagram that she's engaged. I talked to my husband about it, and he was upset. He wants better for his sister and for his mom and feels as if him and his brother should have at least been asked for their blessing first. I told him I wasn't going to the wedding. After everything mother-in-law has put us through, I don't want to be there. I don't want to pretend I'm happy for someone who made my wedding so much more complicated than it had to be. So am I the asshole? My initial reaction is no, but... I don't know. I'm such a people pleaser. Yeah. I would have I would have gone to the wedding. I would I, go. I think not necessarily that you're the asshole, but it is petty to not go to her wedding just because you don't want to go. Like, if she was causing some kind of issue for you, then maybe don't go. Or, I mean, if you're uncomfortable going because she makes you uncomfortable, then That's no. different. Don't go and just have the husband go. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't say, no, not the asshole. You're not the asshole if you don't go, but... Maybe put some more thought into that. Yeah. If you got time to think about it, like, it could be a fun time still, even if she kind of gets on your nerves. I mean, you're, you're probably not going to see her the majority of the time anyway. Yeah. You're going to party with all her family and stuff, so. Yeah. It's a party, if nothing else. And honestly, maybe she was being a bridezilla because maybe she thought she would never get to be, and so she was kind of mm -hmm. overtaking her wedding in some way. Yeah. Not, not saying it's an excuse. Right. It's a reason, but, um... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Am I the asshole for not eating the Thanksgiving meal my mother-in-law spent her whole day making? <laughs> I, 27 female, got married three months ago after being with my husband, 26 male, for three years. My husband and I have a great relationship. I'm the happiest I've ever been with him. Everything about my husband is amazing. Besides mother-in-law, 68 <laughs> female. Mother-in-law is your standard housewife. She cooks and cleans the house while my husband's stepfather, Bob, works. Bob is not my father-in-law. My husband barely acknowledges him. Mother-in-law and my actual father-in-law got divorced after mother-in-law cheated with Bob. Are you following? Bob. Bob is the cheated, like, got cheated with now as the new he's, husband. He's the mistress. Not the husband's dad. Mother-in-law and father-in-law are now in good terms, but hubby doesn't like Bob. Back to mother-in-law. Mother-in-law has never been... Never really liked me, but my husband said that he, we just had something he'd never had before and he wasn't willing to lose me just because mother-in-law doesn't like me. Mother-in-law hated that hubby chose me over her. Her words, not mine. Oh my God. Mother-in-law has done horrible things to try to break us up. After we got engaged, mother-in-law tried to set my husband up with a younger woman. Hubs told me immediately and we went no contact for a while. We, we went no contact up until I got pregnant late August. She then insisted that we have to come over for Thanksgiving dinner and make the family whole again before the baby arrives. Husband is sketchy about it, by, but I insist on going. I really want it to be one big family. Husband agrees with mother-in-law that if they get to be one big whole family, father-in-law has to come, like his actual dad. Mother-in-law argued it. Hubby did not want to have father-in-law alone on a day about family. Thanksgiving rolls around and almost everything is pork. Only drinks are alcohol. I am Muslim. Another reason she does not like me. Said I was going to convert her son. Never have even tried. Mother-in-law and Bob rarely even drink. So the excessive amount of alcohol was clearly mother-in-law's way to, to mess with me. 
I obviously refuse to eat or drink anything. Hubby is very upset with mother-in-law. Mother-in-law tries to force me to eat, claiming she slaved away on this meal. Everyone is getting into a screaming match. Mother-in-law is calling me overdramatic and Bob is supporting her. Hubby and father-in-law are defending me until until we just went to father-in-law's house where we ate our own meal much later than we liked, but we were happy. Hubby and I have talked about wanting to go no contact again since mother-in-law blew the one chance she had to make this all right again. I agree. Once we told mother-in-law, she argued that the baby is on the way and that we need to be one big happy family. Was going no contact too much? As of now, Hubs and I agreed that we are going to remain no contact until the baby arrives. And then the the top commenter, that was the end of the story. Top commenter says, not the asshole. She needs to be cut off and never meet your child. And then someone else said, yes, I'm worried what she'll try to pull once the baby comes. So what do you think? The only drink she had were alcohol drinks. For a pregnant woman was alcohol. And for a Muslim woman, pork. On Thanksgiving. Bitch, are you stupid? On Thanksgiving, could make a turkey or a chicken. Fuck her. Dude, what the hell? Yeah. And fuck you, Bob. And fuck you, Bob. (laughs) Fuck you, Bob. (laughs) Y'all are both the asshole. Oh, my God. Poor woman. Mother-in-law's got some kind of agenda. Yeah, no. I would seriously be wary about letting her meet my kid. Oh, well, we just need to be one big happy family. Really, was that your intent when you did all these things to piss me off? Right. You wanted to be one big happy family? How can we be one big happy family when you clearly don't like me? Yeah. And probably never will. How can we be one big happy family when you are consistently trying to make us not one big happy family? You just want to be a big ass happy family because you want to have sex with your son, you nasty woman. She said it, y'all. She said it. My God. Uh, How more incestuous could you be? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I told you this this being mother's day shit yeah <laughs> okay i don't remember if this is a good one but let me find that one's kind of a long one. Oh, oh this is a good one <laughs> okay <clears throat> am i the asshole for asking my mom if she is cheating on my dad <laughs> Ooh. i know <laughs> recently my grandma had to get emergency surgery and it was high risk due to her age and just other illnesses she had After surgery, family members were rotating hospital time to be with her during her recovery. She doesn't speak the best English, so having someone there was a must. Yes, translators exist, but grandma has trust issues, especially for medical stuff. Hmm. But actually, maybe it would be better for a translator for medical stuff. Yeah, Eh. it's like somebody without bias. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. During one of my many or during one of my visits with her, my aunt happened to be there, my uncle. Needless to say, a whole bag of information was dropped. I love when they they spill the tea. (laughs) My aunt said people were upset with how my mom reacts to intense situations and end up taking attention and energy from the problems at hand. I can attest that, yes, this is sometimes a fact. This is my mother. I I know this shit. And that my mom is having an affair with someone at her job. A casual drop of news that just sat there in the air for a long time. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? So I talked to my therapist. She said to wait it out. Well, I did wait it out for two weeks until today. I asked my mom if she is in love with her coworker, to which there was silence. Not sure if it was an oh shit or what the fuck silence. Nevertheless. Definitely an oh shit silence. Yeah. If it was a what the fuck, she would have said, what the fuck? Or literally. Or absolutely not. Right. Or, you know. If it's a silence, it always means yes. That's your answer. Admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, deadly silence. So now I'm feeling ultra shitty. 
My aunt is a trusted source, though, because she isn't just going to drop that news randomly. Like, what motive would someone do that while we are all worried about my grandma surviving? Am I the asshole? Of course not. No. Just for asking a question. Well, as the daughter, you deserve to know the answer to that. Yeah, I think so. Especially if you're living in the same household. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I would be so shitty. Yeah. I would press her on it. Well, and like, if you didn't want to be with my dad, like, divorce him. Yeah. Instead of cheating on him. Literally. That's what I tell Jose all the time. Like, if you, like, one day wake up and you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Just break up with me. Yeah. Don't drag me up. Don't, don't cheat on me. Just, yeah. just break up with me. Yeah. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. Yeah, that's... My mic is not on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> I was talking shit about Angelica not putting her mic back on. Look at me. Karma, bitch. <laughs> well, it was right here, so I'm sure you heard me just fine. <laughs> Um, all right, my turn. My next one is pretty, uh, pretty, <laughs> okay. pretty crazy. I'll do this one next. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law she's never seeing my son again after exposing him to a sex offender? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Already off the bat. The no, fuck? you're not the asshole. My 25 female mother-in-law, 56 female, has a boyfriend who my partner, 26 male, and I recently found out is a sex offender who is oh he's a sex offender for sexual assault against a massage client and lost his license over it when we confronted her about this information we asked her is your boyfriend a sex offender she would not answer us at all then when we kept asking she said what does it matter Ah! and we said we had the right to know if he was exposing our son to, if she was exposing our son to a sex offender, after we asked over and over, she simply said that she didn't need to tell us because it wasn't her story to tell, and wholeheartedly believes that he didn't do what he was convicted of doing, and said he isn't a pedophile. While she kept deflecting the question over and over again, I started to have a panic attack because I personally have been an SA victim before. And for her to show no caring at all about why I was angry caused me to literally rage. After a really heated confrontation that led me to led to me screaming at the top of my lungs that she's wrong for what she did, she ran and grabbed my son. And I had to literally pry him from her hands. And as I walk away, I screamed at her that she will never see him again. Obviously, she and her own daughter think I am an asshole. My partner, son's dad... 100% agrees with me and everyone I know also agrees with me. I 100% know I'm not the asshole honestly, but she but she it man. <laughs> but what? But she it man. That's how she, she it. <laughs> I need more proof to show this crazy later lady she's wrong. Larry, this crazy Larry. <laughs> oh no, I messed that up. She literally wrote but she it s h e e i t. You're supposed she to talk in our country accent. Oh yeah, we We'll do it next time. Um, so yeah, not the asshole. I would have reacted the exact same way, especially if I'm having an argument with you and the first thing you do is you go and run and grab my son. Uh, that's that's fighting mentality right there. Oh my you want God. to be punched in the face. Do not grab my son while we're having an argument. Because what that says to me is, I've got your son. What are you going to do about it? Oh, you won't hit me. You won't dare yeah. hit me while I'm holding your kid. Fuck that and i won't because i don't want my son to be traumatized 
but watch me put my son somewhere else in another environment. I'm going to come back and you're going to catch these hands because you will not do that in front of my son. I get the, it's not my story to tell and not my business to tell, but when you're taking care of someone else's kid and they're inquiring about who you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. they got a hundred percent have the right to know who mm-hmm. the fuck you're surrounding them with. Yeah. The top comment says she needs her head looked at if she, if she wants a relationship with this beast, the way she is going, no one in their right mind will have anything to do with her. If she keeps this relationship. And you are right to ban her from seeing your son too. Good luck. And you're right. You're right. You're definitely not the asshole. And like, how could you think that he's not guilty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the same way that there are stories of children telling their mom that their mom's boyfriend sexually assaulted them and the mom not believe them. Oh my God. That like literally breaks my heart. Oh, it is so gross. Are you just reading? I'm trying to find another good comment. No. I'll take a little sippy sip. Not the asshole. Holy moly, keep your son far away from her. I bet she would even defend his asshole if he one day sexually assaulted your son. Yep. I I just literally said she would defend his asshole. (laughs) She would defend this asshole is what I meant to say, not his asshole. But yeah. All right. You got another one. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a interesting one. <laughs> I like this because of the title. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for not attending my mother's funeral, but going to the reading of her will? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's a good title. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my, this is not make, okay. The person who's writing this is a 25 year old male. So my dad split with my quote unquote mother When he found out that she messed with her birth control, dad didn't want kids, hoping he would change his mind and take responsibility. He did not with her. He did, but not with her. Oh, okay. So he took responsibility with the kids, but I don't know. Okay. I'm confused. Right. What? She messed with the birth control? Yeah. Why did she just stop taking it? What? Why didn't she just stop taking the birth control? Why didn't she? I think she did stop. Oh. But why'd they say it as, like, she messed with it? Like, yeah. she tampered with the birth control. I think guys don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you guys are, majority are pretty ignorant clueless. when it comes to uh, birth control for women. Oh, my God. There's this um, woman. I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. But she, she does the uh, Roe versus Bros. Or maybe it's Bros versus Roe. Where she goes on the streets um, and she asks guys questions about like the female anatomy or like oh I think I know this one yeah like general like questions about like women walk? no like she just randomly goes up to guys yeah and she'll she'll ask and be like I don't know how much blood does a woman lose yeah. when she's on her period or yeah. whatever or how many pads will a woman yeah. go through and they're like one dumb as fuck one on their one sorry on not you're not dumb you're just ignorant yeah. you just don't know actually connected to that sorry for this tangent. I saw a TikTok today about how this woman was really proud of her son because he's 10 years old and they've been always open with him about like what happens to women's bodies, what happens to boys' body, like all the anatomy of everything and had recently had the conversation at school and at home about how women have periods and like all the dynamics of it and his mom still had periods and they were at one of his sports games. I don't remember what sport she said and 
she went to the bathroom and realized she started her period and she called her son and told, or she called her husband and said, will you bring me the key so I can run to the store before kickoff? It must have been football then. And the dad sent the son with the keys to run up to the bathroom. And she's like, yeah, I need to run to the store to get something. I just started my period. Like just told the son, flat out, I just started my period. I need to run to the store. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to go with you. How are your cramps? Like asking all these really, really empathetic questions to her. And she's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Just started. So it's not too bad. And they get to the store and he's like, uh, um, as soon as they walk in the store, he asks the first employee he sees, where can we find the tampons? And like immediately gets her to the aisle, like wants to get her, her issue resolved, like immediately. Isn't this so cute? I'm literally about to cry. <laughs> so... Oh, before they went in the store, he asked, what, uh, does she use tampons or pads or whatever? And she's like, well, I prefer tampons, but other people prefer pads or other things. And, um, so that's when he know he knew to ask for tampons when they got to the store and then, um, yeah, got her to the aisle. She told him which box to grab. He took one out and told her to go to the bathroom, like found the bathroom for her. And I think I, I didn't remember the end of the video because I was at work, but I think he like went up and like paid for them for her and was like, she took one out. Is that okay? Like, just want to pay for the box. And then they went back to the football game. I was like, yeah, she's doing it right. I cannot wait to raise my son like that. Yeah. Oh, and she said they also talked like they talked to him before about like taking care of girls when you're like with them. And like, if they start their period, like not making them feel gross about it. And if they... <laughs> Sorry. If they have an accident in public, like, give them your sweater to wear to cover it up. And, like, just being, you know, gentlemen about it. <laughs> what? Oh, it's not Chloe Kravitz. It's, um, what's that one girl, Chloe? Oh, Chloe Grace Moritz. I don't know how you pronounce oh, last Moritz, name. The yeah, period I scene. I forget which movie this is. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what movie it is. Yeah, she, like. in the bathroom? Well, no, she's, she sits on the couch. And she gets up, she's like can I use your bathroom? And he's like, yeah, it's just right down the hallway. And so he like gets, she gets up and he looks down. There's like a piece of, or a piece of blood. <laughs> there's a singular piece of blood. <laughs> there's some blood on the couch and he scratches it and he sniffs and he goes, oh, someone must have dropped. I think he said like marinara sauce or something. <laughs> and then she comes back out and she's like, um, I need to go home like right now. And he's yeah. like, what's wrong? And she turned around at one point and then the yeah. kid saw him and was like, oh my God, you're bleeding. Yeah. And he's like, call 911. Like, like the, the kid, the brother, no the dad were all freaking out. And it's yeah. like. If, had he just been educated? Ah, uh, You know, just one conversation. Dude. All dude. Right, let's okay. Let's your story. We tangented it for oh, a yeah. long time on that. I was like, what were we doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> what were we doing? See, I'm, I'm assuming she, um, by messing up messing with her period she probably stopped taking it or you mean her birth control <laughs> <laughs> she stopped taking her period can i get someone else needed? to take it for me <laughs> okay so yeah so she she probably stopped taking her birth control <laughs> to get pregnant yeah and the dad didn't like that which yeah. is fucked up but he still supported his kids is what she was saying yeah but it's fucked up if you're a woman and you do that shit yeah yeah okay my grandparents, dad's parents, help her, but they told her that she had to do her part. She had half custody, but soon realized that it wasn't that fun. And one day she went back to our home country and disappeared. What? This is just, the plot just thickens more and more every time you talk. <laughs> wow. Wait, so she wanted kids and she abandoned them. Because <laughs> it wasn't fun. Because it wasn't fun. You what? dumbass. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. 
<laughs> I was raised by my dad and grandparents. We returned to their home country when I was 18 so I could go to college. It was, the, it was then that my mother reached out to me through her parents. I agreed to meet her out of curiosity and confirm what people have told me over the years about what happened. She confirmed everything. She wanted to stay in contact. I didn't like the idea, but we exchanged emails. We didn't really talk or see each other. I never reached out, and she only did it on my birthday and holidays. Fast forward, she has been suffering from some illness for the last few years. Things have been complicated for a while, and she succumbed to the disease a few weeks ago. I saw her before she passed away and thought that was all. Her husband informed me of her demise and invited me to the funeral because they were going to perform some rituals, and as her son, and as her son I was included. I politely declined, saying that we weren't close, so I don't think it was my place. Plus, I'm not religious. It was better for me not to attend and avoid a scene. He replied that the invitation was open, but I ended up not attending. Okay, fair. Now the reading of her will was this past weekend. I had to be there, and I just went to get this over with and give back whatever I got. (laughs) It was a mess with many of that side of the family and her husband calling me names for going to the will reading and not the funeral. Wow. Um, I heard, I harbor, I harbor. <laughs> I harbor. I harbor. It's getting late, y'all. <laughs> I harbor no hard feelings, and I get she was my mother, but we were strangers until the end. I don't know. Am I the asshole? No. Well, <clears throat> it says I had to be there. I had to be there at the reading of her will. Why did you have to be there? Like, like, are they are people required to be there? I think maybe if you're in it, you're legally required to be there. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking. Like, if yeah. it was legally required to do so. Yeah. Um. I don't. Either way, though, I don't think you're the no. asshole if you were estranged. No. Find out what what she left you and decide whether you want it. Yeah. It could have been this bottle of nail polish. First I mean. of all, it's fucked up that her side of the family was calling you names. Yeah. Like as if she wasn't the one that abandoned you. Yeah. And left the country. Fuck them. Fuck them. They're not the asshole. Wow. They're the assholes. Okay, well, can I read one of yours? Last one. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to go to my mom's birthday after she made fun of my girlfriend? I, 23 male, like to work out often. I'm not a crazy health nut, but I try my best to keep my figure. (laughs) I started dating my girlfriend a few years ago. She's 22 now. She used to be pretty overweight and that wasn't an issue for me. She was always insecure about her weight and the way she looked. I always told her that she looks beautiful, but if she wanted to work out, I'd be behind her 100% of the way. Hang on a second. Being overweight does not mean you're ugly. No. Okay, bye. (laughs) Or unhealthy. Okay, bye. When she came to me asking for my help and wanted to diet and work out with me, I agreed to help her. I didn't push her at first. She wanted slow. She started slow and I added more to the routine as time went on. She lost a bit of weight and I'm proud she got this far. She was, she has saggy skin and scheduled a surgery to get it removed later this year. About a month ago, my mom came over to visit me. I woke my girlfriend up and told her, but she was probably too tired to understand. When my girlfriend got up, she walked into the living room wearing sweatpants and a sports bra, exposing her saggy skin. Um, my mom looked disgusted and told my girlfriend that my ex was way skinnier (gasps) and didn't have saggy skin and I could have done better. I kicked her out and told her she's not to come back to my house until she apologizes. A week passed with no (sighs) contact and my mom's birthday came up. Wait, I have died and gone to hell because (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) Oh my God. 
Okay. A week passed with no contact and my mother's birthday came up. She asked if I would come and I told her. Fuck no. <laughs> and I told her she best apologized. She best apologized to my girlfriend. <laughs> Um, if she wants me to come, I wished her a happy birthday and sent her a card, but I refused to come to the party. She told me that I'm putting a temporary partner over my mother and that not coming to her party was too much for a small, harmless comment. Harmless. Temporary. And I told her that she's not a child and knows how to act. I want to know if I'm wrong. She's my mother, but I'm not going to allow her to talk bad about another loved one. Am I wrong here? No. Hold on, let me go back. How long have they been together? A few years ago. How was that temporary? She, he said, I had started dating this girl a few years ago. Wow. Mom's to a To me, bitch. that's like minimum three years. Yeah. Um, there's wow. more. There's more. Hold oh, on. Oh, that was it. Um, am I wrong here? Quick edit. I used to be overweight as a kid before I took control of my health in my adult years. It kind of hurt hearing that too. But now as an adult, she's always competing with me or my partner. As a kid, we always had a decent relationship and it's difficult keeping a healthy distance between because I love her and I loved our bond we used to have. It sounds like... <laughs> Isn't, that so... I just Isn't scrolled... that so cute? I just scrolled on Angelica's phone to the next photo, but it's um, two eggs and three sausage links in the shape of a smiley face. Jose made breakfast for me. And he put it in on the plate like that. That's cute. <laughs> Don't scroll too much. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to back out. I'm kidding. Um. Anyway. <clears throat> wow, uh, rude as yeah, fuck. Rude as fuck. It sounds like mom has a jealousy issue with her son. Wow, again. On multiple levels. On, but on multiple levels. Not just like, oh, this girl's taking you away from me. But like, she, he said at the end that his mom's always been competing with him or his partner. Like, she feels like she needs to one-up him or the partner. So fucking weird. And, I mean, he said it right, though. He told his mom that she's not a child and knows how to act. Okay, can but we get a round of applause she for doesn't. that? Can we get a round of applause for that? Because how many people do I know that are adults that act like children? Well, that's what I'm saying. Does she know how to act? Because she's saying this shit like... Idiot. Oh, my God. Idiot. Yeah, I not the asshole. I would have gone. I would have not gone to the birthday party either. If you can't respect me and my partner in my house, then I don't need to be at your birthday party. Why would I come to your birthday party and celebrate you if you can't be respectful? Like I don't understand why people think that they just automatically get respect if they can't be respectful. You know what I mean? I would feel so bad if I was that girlfriend. Yeah, and now like the boyfriend has some like damage control to do to try to make sure that she doesn't feel bad about herself. Cause I, in my opinion, the way he wrote this, he's very conscious of making sure that she feels confident in herself mm -hmm. and that none of this outside noise is coming from him. Mm -hmm. And that's good because that's how it should be. And yeah. Good golly. Good golly. First of all, good golly. Good Molly. I can understand <laughs> I can understand parents commenting about the appearance of their own children, mm. but commenting on even someone, that's wrong in my yeah, opinion. But absolutely, at the very least, yeah, at the very least, I can whatever. Yeah, it's fucked you can up, get past that. Whatever. Yeah, but commenting on the appearance of their significant other or right. just literally anyone else into their face, yeah, in like a snap judgment too. As soon as they walk out, like 
immediately and bringing in the ex-girlfriend like i'm what yeah yeah that's horrible that's a good story to end on oh my god that's a good story to end on happy mother's day let's take a little quick break before we do the outro all right guys we hope you enjoyed that episode those were some juicy stories uh we put a vote up for uh, what you guys wanted to hear for the next episode, but by now, by the time you're hearing this, it's our, the vote's already been over. So we will have announced by now what our next episode will be about on our Instagram. Um, everything we post on Instagram now is also posted on Facebook. So if you're not on Instagram and you'd rather follow us on Facebook, please do that. But we really want to engage with our listeners. So please watch our stories, watch our posts, don't just don't just flip past them because sometimes it'll be like Q and A's or like voting, like polls for voting. Um, so yeah, we want to engage with you. Engage with us. Be engaged. We're getting married now. You and I, us all together. This is a cult. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to reel them in first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't know that yet. We love you. You're amazing. You don't need anyone else but us. You. These all these things are actually true, but I really just want to reel you in. <laughs> anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We will be back next week for episode number five, which I can't believe. Sometimes I feel like we're in a dream. Like, are we really doing this podcast thing? We're on episode five of a podcast. You don't think that? I feel like we've been doing it longer. It does feel like a longer than five episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does feel like it's been longer. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like we should have 12 episodes out by now. Or 20. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get there. We're going to do that. So stay tuned. And the next episode is going to be a deep topic of some sort. Mental health related topic. Mental health check in of some sort. So here we grow. Yeah. Keep giving us feedback. We're very social. We're very easy to talk to. A message. A like. A heart. You always reply to whatever feedback you give us. Um, and with your permission, we like to share our feedback with everyone. So people who may not have had the the time to listen yet will see your feedback and be like, oh, I really need to get on that. I really need to listen. Yeah. So, yeah, we're hoping that you guys will give us even more feedback. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. We're, we're sensitive, but we can take criticism. It's okay. Yeah. And thank you to everyone that's been listening. We yes. really appreciate it. You guys have been awesome. All of our regular listeners, we already have regular listeners, which is crazy to hear to say that, but we love you guys. So. Small victories. Yes. Um, our first episode hit 100, 100 plays this week. Ooh. Wow. So hoping for more and more. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.